0: All right, folks, this podcast is going to continue on our little series looking at Mussolini's Italy. And for about five minutes here, we're going to focus on Mussolini's March on Rome, a key event in his rise to power. As we do with most podcasts, we're going to start off with a quote from some outside reading, viewing or watching. So this quote comes from historian Martin Clark, and he, he touches on the state of Italian society around the time of Mussolini's rise to power. And it's a great quote to include at the start of an essay when looking at the characteristics of Italian fascism. The Italians had been divided before, but by November 1919, they were more divided than ever. So Mussolini's march on Rome is as previously stated, a significant moment in Mussolini's rise to power in Italy. However, we can also see that it gave the Italian people and Italian society an insight into the characteristics of Italian fascism that were going to dominate everyday life from this point onwards. So we can identify this March on Rome, I suppose, coming into Italian the Italian people's foresight around 1921 after the fascist party wins 35 seats in the 1921 election which meant that Mussolini was officially elected to power and it's at this point in his rise to power we see the fascist party and mussolini start to gain the support of wealthy industrialists and landowners who really started to support mussolini and back the fascist party with financial support so after we see the influence of this financial support we see the Upper middle classes and upper classes of society begin to support Mussolini. We see membership and popularity of the fascist party grow. So, from 1920 to 1922, we see the party grow from 30,000 members to over 300,000 in 1922. The fascist party and the black shirts also held massive rallies aimed to intimidate their opponents and to remove any local officials that they liked. We could also point that throughout Italy, left-wing political parties and newspaper offices were often attacked and burned by the black shirts and the Fascist Party. So over this period, it's estimated that 2,000 people were the victims of political violence, mostly at the hands of the black-shirt mobs obviously ran by Mussolini's Fascist Party. And I suppose it's at this point in the podcast it's important to stop and note that the fascist party had sympathy amongst the police in Italy, which meant that, you know, they were often, or the police often turned a blind eye to the political intimidation and the terror that was being used in Italian society by the black shirts and the fascist party. So we can see Mussolini's movement start to gain confidence around August 1922, when the Black Shirts helped the police to break up a general strike that was called by the Socialist Party. So, if you remember back to the origins of the Fascist Party, Mussolini promised the Italian people to bring order and end strikes. And it's at this point, a significant moment in this rise to power, where we see Mussolini's militia group, the Black Shirts, working hand in hand with police to put down these industrial strikes in Italy. So this helps to gain or to develop Mussolini's confidence even further. So we get to October 1922 and Mussolini is now convinced it is time to act. He announces his intention to march on the capital and fascists around the country begin to occupy towns in preparation for Mussolini and the fascist party seizing power. So now the march on Rome has officially began and I believe the date on that is the 22nd of October 1922. So we get to the 28th of October 1922. Prime Minister Luigi Facta asks King Victor Emmanuel III to declare a state of emergency and use the army to stop the fascists marching on Rome and demanding that Mussolini be made Prime Minister. However, fearing civil war, King Emmanuel III refuses And as a result, or consequently, facta, the prime minister resigns in protest. He feels like he's losing the support of the king. Mussolini refuses to serve under any other prime minister. And the king eventually gives in and appoints Mussolini as prime minister. The fascist party holds a propaganda victory march through Rome like they have achieved their coup and i really always think it's important to highlight here that at this point you know the army and the troops in the army were really loyal to the king and could have crushed the fascists if king emmanuel the had been decisive and made that decision so we see a key moment in i suppose what could have been and what could have stopped mussolini's rise to power there so linking this to an exam situation there's not In the past, there has not been a single question that has asked a student to discuss or outline Mussolini's rise to power. However, typical exam questions where we can see this information being very relevant is around, let's look at or focus on 2021, okay? What were the main characteristics of Italian fascism under Mussolini? So within this essay, I'd be writing a full paragraph on the March on Rome. And I suppose the viewpoint I'd be displaying here is that I would be saying that um, the March on Rome was a significant moment in Mussolini's rise to power in Italy. However, it also gave Italian society an insight into the characteristics of Italian fascism that were to dominate every life. We see political intimidation. We see the use of terror. We see the use of propaganda through the victory march that was held. So this march on Rome, this event, gives us an insight into what the characteristics of life were going to be in Italian fascism. Anyway, folks, I'm going to leave it there and I'll speak to you soon.